animals are so like they're so resilient and they're so like like they just they teach me about like forgiveness and like moving on and the fact that things change and and just like being so loving after they've been treated so poorly This is Shannon and Kristen, and we're better known as the Vogel Twins. Yay! Woo! Ah, today's guest is Melissa. She is a registered veterinarian technician and an artist on a mission to make the world a better place for orphaned, injured, and rescued animals. Through Woolly Bear Travels, she goes to animal sanctuaries around the world and volunteers her services as an animal nurse. Melissa writes about the animals she meets, the places that are helping them, and creates artwork based on the special animals she loves along the way oh, melissa we welcome. are so excited to have you on like you have so many interests and I you know. have so many gifts i should really rephrase that. yeah so many beautiful gifts that you share with the world and i'm so excited to have you on today thank you again for being on i'm so yeah. so pumped <laughs> Oh, you guys are so sweet. Thanks for having me. I was excited to get your email. <laughs> Yay! I oh. love that. That's the reaction we want. Yeah, always, always. We want our guests to be excited. I'm glad it was a mutual happiness. <laughs> yeah, definitely yes. was. Yeah, Good. so I want to get back into your background. I think yeah. um, with any interview, we want to like, you know, start where the beginnings the origin are. Stories. The origin story. The origin story. Oh, for our audience, guys, you're definitely going to hear some barking and meows, and I love it. Yes, we're not editing that. We're not editing this out. It, this is raw. <laughs> so I wanted to start and ask, it's really interesting to learn that you have always like manifested this dream to combine your unique skill sets to create what Wooly Bear Travels is today. But can you explain that defining moment that made this dream into a reality? Okay, yeah. So I... As you said, I've kind of always worked in different fields that have kind of I've combined now at this point. But um, yeah, in a couple, I think it was almost two or three years ago now, um, I was coming home from work as working as a vet tech and um, coming home from work on the highway and the traffic stopped and I was just sitting there and I was kind of in a cranky mood and I was just <laughs> trading in traffic <laughs> yeah I was just like ah and um and then all of a sudden this um I had like a huge hit from something hit my car from behind really really hard and and I remember thinking like I remember all my thoughts during all this and I thought um you know something just hit me so hard and I was like oh my gosh and I and then I'm like why am I spinning and my car was spinning around in circles and I was on like oh you know God. a three-lane highway a major highway and mm -hmm. I was like oh my gosh and I was going towards the median which I realized later was actually a um, on ramp bridge, um, and I was like, "Oh, please don't let me go over the the median because I didn't want to go into the oncoming traffic." And um, and I kind of bounced off of that, and then I found I was somehow facing the semi truck, and I was going straight across like three lanes of traffic and just heading straight for it. And I remember thinking, "Okay, turn the wheel, turn the wheel," and I tried, and nothing happened. And I was like, "Okay," mm. I was like, um, "You know, this is this is how I'm gonna die." Like. My dad had died in a car accident with a semi like 20 years ago. So I was like, well, this is, this is how you go. This is how you die. And, um, and I was like, kind of like, okay, you know, accepting it. And then I was like, well, I didn't get to do this animal project I've wanted to do my whole life, you know, work for the last like eight years. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, like I didn't get to do it. I'm really disappointed. And then, um, and then I hit the semi, I kind of went underneath the cab a little bit mm -hmm. and I was like, 
that was, you know, and then everything stopped and the car finally stopped and like the airbag and everything um, came out. And I was like, you know, it took me a minute to realize like I wasn't dead and I was okay. And I mean, ish. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, I like, you know, that was an ordeal. And it was like I had a head, something hit the back of my head during all that. So I definitely had some head injury problems after that um, that are resolved now. Thank goodness. And, um, like my face was just a mess from the airbag and all that stuff and, and all that. And they, they pulled the, some people stopped and EMT was behind me driving. So he, like, that was lucky. And he came out and got me out of the car. Cause I, it, there was just gasoline everywhere and smoke. And I was yeah. just like, didn't want to sit in there anymore. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, they got me out and walked me to the side of the, the highway and my shoes had somehow come off, come off during the impact. Like tennis shoes, oh. tied on, gone. We only found one. I don't even know where it went. <laughs> like, to, to this day, that's still. I'm that like, where thing. did it yeah. go? I know it's some, weird, <laughs> some weird physics thing. So sometimes when I drive yeah. by there, if I see a shoe on the highway, I'd be like, I wonder if that's my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's the lone shoe. <laughs> that's the lone shoe. Yeah. Oh my God. So weird. Oh but yeah. So anyway, after that, I um. I kind of reevaluated some things and I realized like that's pretty telling that my last thought was this project that I've always wanted to do um, that mm -hmm. I'm doing now um, mm -hmm. that I didn't get to do. So I was like, well, I think I'm supposed to do that, obviously. So yeah. I had been kind of working with um, or I joined this this group called Location Indie and they it's um they teach you how to like have a location independent business and I'd been kind of thinking mm -hmm. about things before this accident but not doing anything at all to move it in that direction mm -hmm. and then when I met you know I was supposed to go to this conference with them and then I didn't know if I could go because of the head injury thing and then my doctor cleared me and I was okay so I went and and I told everybody the story because they had like a hot seat thing and they called me up and and I told them the story and I told them like all my circumstances and what I wanted to do. And they all just stared at me and they're like, why aren't you doing it? And I was like, huh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. I was like, huh. I mean, there was, I no, had excuses totally. and reasons and stuff, but I was still was like, okay, I think I'm going to do it. So then I went back to work mm -hmm. for like a couple months and then I, I left that job and started this new path, which yes. is traveling to different animal sanctuaries all over and volunteering as a vet tech. And then painting their animals so I yeah it. yeah I it was I, a honest I just find that so incredible like I, yeah. I told I already I kind of already confessed off mic that like I read your story <laughs> and I had absolute chills you yeah, know like honestly it was one of those things where it's like I really I mean this might be a little bit woohoo of me but I really believe certain people have like paths that they like need to do or like there's yeah. a calling I should really say and yeah. yeah it's so telling that what you just said where it's like in my last moments it's like I, you know, you hear like your, la you know, your life flashes before your eyes during like those yeah. kinds of crazy moments. But the one thing and the biggest regret for you was doing this. And the yeah. fact that you came out alive and decided to take action on that, mm -hmm. it's just, to me, it's just like, you know, that's incredible. Like, yeah. granted, I don't wish that ever happened to you, but in a weird way, what an amazing sign for you to be like, wow, like this yeah. is why aren't I doing this? Why, are, do why this. aren't I doing this? Mm -hmm. And then when you have these conversations with people being like, you have 
a clear gift, like I mentioned. Yeah. You have multiple gifts, and I, we're definitely gonna talk more about the painting. I'm like very excited I about know, that I too. Love it's that. just it's so interesting as a veterinarian tech, you know, volunteering your time to do these things, yeah. and volunteering your time for anybody. That's like a special person in my yeah. eyes, honestly. And no. it's only recently that we really got into it ourselves. No, for sure. And even actually, I do want to take back to and like something that you mentioned that I always think it's like really important. To constantly like question like the 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 choices that you're making in life and being like this is yes. me happy why mm-hmm. aren't I doing these things today like I think it's like really important because like I feel like a lot of the times and I know I'm guilty of it is that I'll always be like oh one day I'll get to it you know or like I'll do this yeah. eventually you know and like not making those actionable steps so I think it's like important I think that I like when I heard your story for the first time I remember thinking to myself like is there things that like I should be doing more like you know. Is my path, oh, the path that I continue doing, yeah. it, you know, like I absolutely loved hearing that, you know, yeah. I thought that was like super important. And I, I just want to say you inspire me. <laughs> yeah. I, I really oh. did put myself in your shoes. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. No, you ab- honestly, you ab- that's why we really wanted you on. I yeah. really was just so inspired because I kind of put myself in your shoes, like she yeah. said, where I was just like, what would be my last thought of regret? Like, you know what, what, I mean? what is like, the thing I'm not doing right do? now? You and like, I mean? why am I making, like you said, like these excuses not doing it? You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like, you can do it. You need to make those actionable steps to do it. And I think it's amazing that you've really started this journey with Wooly uh, Bear Travels. I yeah. think it's absolutely amazing for me going to these places, you it's, know? It's incredible. I can't wait to kind of talk more about those sanctuaries you've been to. Yeah. No, and actually, like, it's funny because, like, I say our first exposure to, like, these, like, animal sanctuaries is actually we went to Thailand. And my and I have to give some credit to my one of my really good friends, Nicole. She was, like, really huge into going to animal sanctuaries and making sure that they're like you know responsible and ethical travel because something that I didn't realize that not all animal sanctuaries are you know like there can be some that are not ethical and you know especially Mm -hmm. I would say like in Thailand we were in Chiang Mai and some of the elephant sanctuaries are like you know they ride them and like other things that like you know Mm -hmm. we made sure that we weren't going to those locations you know like I wanted to make sure that the things that they were doing for them were you know correct and like yeah. we're not we're not you know enforcing anything that's like you know not good for the community and stuff like that so shout out to nicole yeah it's good to have friends like her and yourself yeah. who inspire others to look into that and research it because that's yeah. something mm-hmm. i feel like the word sanctuary is a little bit i don't want to say misleading but you'd think you'd be safe you, like you just you can just assume that yeah. like oh like all of them are good intention but sometimes they're mm-hmm. not you know, so they're tourist traps. Yeah, sometimes they're tourist <laughs> yeah. traps, which like, you know, granted, it's I'm I, you know, I know people go there like it's just more of ignorance of not knowing that that's not, you know, yeah. what they're there for, you know. And I'm yeah. actually just curious, like when you're planning trips or going to these animal sanctuaries, how do you decide like which ones are safe for the animals or which ones are, I guess, like more like ethical or responsible with their animals? Okay, yeah. Like like you said, there's a lot of people that use the word sanctuary that that shouldn't because yeah. they know people have a, you know, idea of what that mm-hmm. means. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, like a ton of research. I always do like a lot of Googling you can get like the reviews tell you a lot actually. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Facebook groups for certain things. Like when I was looking into Africa, there's a Facebook group called Volunteers in Africa Beware. And oh. it's really interesting. It gives you like um a list of, you know, yes, it's good, kind of questionable, questionable practices. No, definitely mm-hmm. don't go. And it tells you why. And they have a lot of people that give them the information so they they can, you know, come up with yeah. what's okay and what's not okay. So they, like, the community will let them know when they go to these places, too. Um, mm-hmm. So there's there's probably groups for different countries and all that. I've only really looked at the Africa one. Um, mm-hmm. And there's, there's other ways, like, there's accreditations and permits and all that kind of stuff. But oh. it's, there's nothing super universal 
I mean, mm-hmm. there's one called the Global um, Federation of Animal Sanctuaries, but it doesn't have a ton of things. Like, every place I've okay. ever been isn't on there. So, <laughs> like, I know that oh, it's not. Oh, interesting. You know, yeah. it's not a very comprehensive list. Um, mm-hmm. But there are also by different countries. Like, in Africa, there's one called PASA, which is the Pan-African Sanctuary Alliance. But... Mm-hmm. In saying all that, some of the smaller sanctuaries don't have the resources and the funds to comply with everything or the manpower mm-hmm. to comply with everything that's that they require. So yeah. that's kind of iffy, too. I mean, there's a lot of mm-hmm. iffy <laughs> in this whole thing. Um, yeah, I know. But there's even, like, there's places that I've gone that I still don't know if they were good or not, you know, all the mm-hmm. way. Okay. Like, And I, it's, okay. it's really tricky. It's, it's definitely tricky. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like, animals shouldn't be used when you when you're mm-hmm. going somewhere like they shouldn't be putting on a show they shouldn't be used as a prop for photos i mean yes. <laughs> if you're with an animal and they're interacting with you and you get a selfie that's something different but if they're sitting there <laughs> and they're like <laughs> yeah. feed this baby tiger and then get a photo for 20 bucks that's not cool you know like yeah. that shouldn't no, be yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, like the animal shouldn't be made to do anything at all ever agreed um mm-hmm. so then they have like other um like just like guidelines that like animals shouldn't be purchased for the sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be sold from the sanctuaries. They should never do breeding. Um, they shouldn't even be transferred to another one unless it's, they're getting better or equal care. Um, oh. Which I had a experience in Africa where I was at one sanctuary and then we rescued three donkeys and it ended up where we needed to transfer them to a donkey-specific sanctuary because they needed special okay. equine care and they needed more land and they needed, you know, animals like them around. So that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. Um, and there's a couple of – there's one thing that I, I feel like might not be always a given. Like they, okay. they always say that there should be no physical contact between um, the animals and the humans. For any reason okay. except for like veterinary reasons or management mm-hmm. purposes moving them around and stuff like that but I think personally just my opinion I think it depends on the kind of animal it is and if it's okay. a social animal that wants to be around you because there's so many different kinds of sanctuaries like donkey mm-hmm. sanctuaries donkeys love people for the most part I mean yeah <laughs> after they learn that they're not out to get them you know but yeah, they yeah. they want you know they want attention and they want you to pet them and you know most of them and yeah. um, so I think that's fine, you know, like for me, I'm like, well, this animal came up to me and wants attention and love. Yeah. That's fine. But if you're at a place that has like, I don't know, like wild cats or something, you shouldn't be in there like running around with them like that one famous guy does. You know? like, yeah. That's not good. I was going to say Tiger King. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say that. Yeah. You mentioned the yeah, Tiger yeah, yeah. I was good. like, I watched it beginning of quarantine. I was like, yeah. Tiger King was a ride. <laughs> Like, oh my goodness! That yeah. just blew. Honestly, that whole culture—I've—I've I've never seen anything like it. To be totally honest, yeah, and that blew yeah. my mind. The things he got away with, and even as someone who isn't well versed in like animal sanctuaries, to be totally honest, yeah. watching that documentary, it was so blatant how mistreated these animals were. It just even made if, me so yeah. sad. It made me destroy. It destroyed like, I know me. A feel, bit. I feel like people obviously watch it for the you know the the main guy because he was very you know eccentric yeah. in his you know uh, thing, but. I like 
for me watching it i was like very upset because like watching those tigers i was like this is depressing but but the thing that was so interesting about that documentary i feel like we're gonna talk about netflix now (laughs) (laughs) i thought i loved it but the thing i thought was really interesting was the female character who was like kind of like not that she was pretending to be an a tiger ally but her treatment wasn't even that great either like the cages that she put those the the cages she put them in i was just like those are really small like those are not okay and even though she was like also kind of like her own version like the tiger lady or the cat lady i don't really know how to describe her it's been a time since i've watched it but she was also problematic even though i hope that her intentions were like better but they were both in their own way like not okay you know what i mean it was interesting to watch which i felt awful for the animals but i know it's like the thing about that like that documentary too is I think it is, like you said, it makes you really sad and like, but it, I think it makes mm. people think too. You know, they're kind of like, yes. wait a minute, what, yeah. what is going on like, out there? Else? And then like, you see something, mm-hmm. you pass something on the road and you're like, that looks shady now. You know, you kind of have that yeah. idea in your head now and you're like, maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. support something like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, there's like so many things that you don't, you wouldn't even think about that aren't, aren't great for animals, you know? Yeah. And I'm still yeah, learning sure. and I'm still like. And there's still gray area everywhere. Like there's certain places where the the laws are a certain way that you can't do certain things that would be in the best interest of the animals. So you have to do what you can. Interesting. And, you oh, know, it's like okay. there's a lot of different, you know, different ways to think about it that are not yeah. not very black or white. Something sometimes. that I'm just thinking about because you kind of brought it up with like petting an animal or taking a photo. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about those themed animal cafes? Like, I, I'll never oh, forget yeah. when we went to, you know, like, some, like, I'm not going to lie. I am a sucker for the cat cafes. Like, I <laughs> Me have too. Cat, so I, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, like, I love those cafes. Like, is that okay? Because yeah. some but of also, them I will, are adopting. I just want to yeah. defend it for a second, though, because a lot of them are adoptable, and that's why they make yeah. those cafes. So, like, for that reason, yeah. I'm like, okay, like, I can see that being a positive, yeah. you know? But I think yeah. of the one time when we were in Japan, and oh, yeah. we... I didn't know this walking in, in my defense. I didn't really do much research. I just, like, walked in because I was like, we wanted a coffee. I just wanted a coffee. And then it ended up being this owl cafe. And, like, you can pet the owls. Yeah. And I was like, I've never done that. And I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) They got me. You know, they got me. (laughs) But, like, looking back on it, I I, I will admit, when we were in there, we were, like, like, I felt so off about it. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I feel kind of bad that these birds are kind of, Especially to me, I, like, I, I would never think of an owl as a pet or something that should yeah. be in a... Do you know what I mean? Like, it just it felt very oft. I was like, very cool to see it that close, you know? But, but I know Japan has some eccentric cafes, though. Animal yes, cafes. They, they got, do. like I think they've got donkey cafes. They, they do have oh, cat cafes. Llamas. I think they have llama. Like, they, like it's Japan, I though. I think they have everything. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of different cafes, <laughs> but I think about that. But it's like it's also part of their culture, I think, too, yeah. which is interesting yeah. to think but i don't think that their intention and maybe it is towards them i don't really know yeah i mean like have you been to something like that or like a cafe or what do you think about those types like, of experiences yeah i've only been to cat cafes and to them to me yeah. that seemed fine because whoever's putting those cats in there generally knows their personalities and know if they like people or want to be pet or if they're going to hurt somebody yeah. or if you know they want to hide yeah, true or, that. um yeah. true, true. so that to me seemed kind of i didn't see a problem with that but the owl thing sounds mm. bad because number one yeah. they're nocturnal they don't yes. like to be pet. They're, they're not, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. know. Right? I was like, seems... this feels weird. 
No, no I, I, felt, I did feel bad. I, I didn't, I will, in, in my defense, I didn't even pet the owls because they didn't look happy either. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, like, got I my felt coffee. Off. It felt off. It felt I was off. like, this is weird. <laughs> like, I just feel like you kind of mentioned yeah. earlier where you had this intuition where you're going, where you kind of, you can kind of mm-hmm. sense when there's a, an area or a sanctuary, per, per se, where you're like, this treatment isn't, like, you, you just, it's I think just, there's it feels something off. in the yeah. It, it feels off. off. And I, luckily, the elephant sanctuary we went to, it was definitely much more in the elephant's yeah. favor of, like, the treatment in the sense yeah. of, like, I've heard these about elephants. that one that you told me. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was wonderful because they, because the money that, like, obviously it's an experience, clearly, but, like, you're volunteering to, like, take care of the elephants, but yeah. with space, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not, like, as invasive. And even their, like, lunches and, like, the things that you were there for, it was, like, all vegan yeah. and vegetarian. Like, I absolutely loved that. Like, they, they really, like, advocated everything throughout the process, mm-hmm. so but huge I, shout But what out. I really loved is that yeah. these elephants were, sadly, they were abused previously, so they rescued these yeah. animals, and they're yes. just kind of, like, letting them live the rest of their life in much more peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, which mm-hmm. I was so for, which I love. You definitely, yeah. if you haven't been yet, Melissa, I feel like they love you. <laughs> they know. would love you there. <laughs> they would, they love, would you. love you. I think you would do really well there. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go there. Yes, <laughs> you should. And I'm kind of curious, which kind of goes to the next question. Like, out of all the sanctuaries you have visited, which one has stood out to you the most and why? Mm-hmm. Well, I think... I think I'm going to say one called Free to be Wild Sanctuary in Zimbabwe um, because I was actually there for a really long time. I went there during the beginning of COVID, not knowing COVID was a thing yet. It was like in February and mm. two years ago, I guess that would be now. That's crazy. Oh, wild. <laughs> it doesn't, I like blend these two years as like, like year. I know. Yeah, I, I, like, it like doesn't exist to me. When someone says two, I'm like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> yeah, not yet, but we're close. Yeah, yeah, no, we're getting so there. It's oh. so weird. I'm sorry. Cont- continue. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. So, I went there, and it was supposed to be a three-week volunteer trip um, to Free to be Wild. And then, really quickly, they shut the South African border, and that was where my plane was. And I was like, oh, no. What do I do? Um, <laughs> oh, no. So, there were three of us that were volunteering there, a girl from um, Australia and a girl from the UK and me. Oh, wow. And we were all just – and there, there was another lady from Norway as well. And we're all talking mm-hmm. about it, and we're all like, maybe we'll just stay. Like, I don't think it's going to be an ordeal to get out. And the woman from Norway mm-hmm. decided she was going to try to get out, and she ended up – because we had to drive six hours north to get to, get to a different airport, oh. and, the, like, everything was in lockdown, and it was, like, a mess. Yeah. And it was a military lockdown, so they had all the roads shut down. And um, so, like, I kind of didn't really try. <laughs> Like, yeah. Like my one of my friends was like, yeah. yeah, I know. One of my friends was like, I'm gonna call your airline for you and try to see if you can change it. And I was like, whatever, sure. And I'm like, what's happening her? And she's like, I've been on hold for an hour. I'm like, you can hang up now. It's totally like, it's fine. Time. I'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I think that's a great friend. Yeah. So we talked. Yeah, we talked to the woman in charge, and we were like, you know, like obviously the thing is medical care. I mean, it's a really like lovely country but very corrupt and very um poor and doesn't have a lot of you know resources and Mm -hmm. so she's like you know there's a private hospital like we can take you there if something happens like you know I don't know she just made us feel safe and then we were like we were we ended up going to a different location with a lot of the animals during that during a point that had better amenities because they didn't have they had solar only there where we were and um 
people would cut down the electrical wires and steal the copper wires a lot. So, oh. like, the electric wasn't usually there. Um, mm. So we went to somewhere that had better amenities for, like, two months um, and took the animals with us there. And so we were, you know, we all talked about it. We were like, okay, I think we all feel comfortable with this. We're going to stay. She was like, obviously, mm-hmm. like, because we were paying for a volunteer experience, all of us were. And she was like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to charge you, obviously. Like, you're stuck here. Um, you, you know, yeah. just, you don't even have That's to nice. do anything. But obviously, I'm there to take care of the animals. So I thought about yeah. it. I'm like, I can either go home, maybe, have a lot of trouble trying to get home, and then sit in my apartment, or I can stay here and help these animals. Yeah. And like you said, like the calling part, you know, like, and I remember talking to my family about it and I was like, cause they wanted me to come home. They were like, oh, this is scary. You know, I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I, you know, I survived that accident to do, to do something. And this is what I'm doing. And I'm here. They're having a really hard time here. Like they need help here. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything at home besides sit in my apartment. So obviously it's a better choice for me to stay. So I ended up staying, um, for six months, (laughs) And I ended up, like, coming back in, like, September after they Mm -hmm. lifted some of the the, uh, quarantine and stuff there. And I was able to get the ride six Mm -hmm. hours north and get on the plane there. Um, But, yeah, it was amazing. So I spent, like, three months at the Free to Be Wild working for that sanctuary. And then we Mm -hmm. got the three donkeys I told you about. And donkeys are my favorite. You probably may have noticed if you look at the I did. I did. I loved all your merch. I loved I was looking at your shopping cart. I'm not going to lie. All the mugs of the donkeys. Like, you guys, you got to check out her portraits. They are so So good. They are so, so good. I was like, I like the personality, how you paint them, honestly. Like, I loved it. You you honestly have such a talent. I know. I I was like, oh, these are so good. Like, I can imagine my cup of coffee with like a cute little donkey. Like, this is so nice. It's so cute. It's, it's so so sweet. I like absolutely love it. Yeah, I yeah. can tell you definitely Aww. lean towards donkeys. But I will say yeah. one of my favorite portraits you did that was the rooster. I thought that yeah. looked so cool. Oh, yeah, the I hen. loved yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, the hen. Yeah, yes, yeah, the hen. Yeah, yeah. apologize. <laughs> oh, no, farm animals. Sorry. I know. I always like been since I correct. Yeah. I find myself correcting people. I'm like, why am I doing that? They don't. <laughs> no, 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 please. No, yeah, I know. We want to make sure it's the right animal. I don't know why. No, when you say hen, duh. But I mean, yeah. they're both birds. <laughs> yes. I apologize. I should have yeah. known that. No, I, I no. I'm glad you said it. Honestly, oh, I'm glad you said it. Yeah, no, no people should find it because it really is so cool. Yeah, because they're going to look and they're like, where's the rooster? <laughs> it's a hen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you said something. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. I have an, an alpaca, too, and everyone's like, oh, a llama. And then I feel like, well, I better tell them it's an alpaca in case they think they're buying. And, like, a, I don't know. I don't know. I just go these no. places in my head. Yeah. No, I wow. love it. No, I love all your paintings. They're so cool. Like, I just – I think they're Thank amazing. You. Yeah, I know. Well, and honestly, yeah. it's just, well, like – good subjects. To, no, they, they are. are – like, you do such a good job. And, like, honestly, it is, like – I just actually love that. I also want to shout out too. It's like it's really commemorable that you like you donate your time and knowledge to help these sanctuaries. But what really just astounds us even more is just like the style of the artwork too. Like I know we t- obviously talked about like the paintings of these animals and like you donate actually a percentage to the profits to these sanctuaries, which is so amazing. And can you explain like what made you decide to like start painting these animals? And like, do you have like any sort of like artists that like that you're kind of inspired by because I feel like there's like you have a style and yeah. like that's what I love about it. I'm just like I see it and I'm like I am obsessed I just feel like you really <laughs> portray like yeah. a, you, a good portrait yes. shows personality and exactly. you do just that with your work honestly yeah. oh yeah. gosh yeah I don't as far as the artist thing goes it's funny because you know I was thinking about that the other day and I was like I don't really have any 
art artists that I like look oh. to with their style. But I too mm-hmm. was an art major and have an art history background, and I yeah. have a million artists that I love. But I don't know one mm-hmm. that does exactly this. But where I came mm-hmm. up with it was, um, I worked as a science illustrator for many years, mm-hmm. and um, um, a lot of people don't know what that is. So that's like if you're um, illustrating like for textbooks or magazines that. Mm-hmm science concepts so you're kind of showing how something works or life cycles or what the inside of something looks like so I did that for for many years and I um, illustrated some books and worked at a magazine and all this stuff as an art director and that is a very technical drawing and it has to be really precise Mm. and really perfect and scientifically accurate and it takes so much time and a lot of research (laughs) and a lot of like corrections and working with scientists and all that and I really liked it but then after a while I was like oh my gosh this is starting to be like really tedious and Mm -hmm. um then when the um recession hit in like 20 or 2009 10 all that um I was in New York working yeah, I was working in New York then, and it was that was the end of people paying for artwork. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like had to reinvent myself at that point, and that's when I went back to school to be a vet tech. Um, oh. But I still try, like I still try to do scientific illustration, and I still, you know, I have mm-hmm. every once in a while I have something else come up, but I don't pursue that work anymore. So what I wanted mm-hmm. to do with this was to do something more freeing and more fun, mm-hmm. but I really like things to look perfect as well. So this is my version of trying to combine the two <laughs> and not have, like, I still want it to be fun and playful, yes. but I want it to look precise and exact like I like it's yeah. supposed to look. So it's like a really, like once in a while I'll make, I'll make their eyes a little bit bigger or something. And then in my head, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not like accurate, like scientifically. And I'm like, nobody's looking at this as a scientific it's illustration anymore, you know? Yeah. But it's really yeah. stuck in my brain about how I should make things perfect. And oh man, yeah. I drive myself nuts sometimes. And I hate drawing backgrounds. So that's why everything doesn't have a background. <laughs> Well, I like that. I think I think it makes even if it's if, even if it's like that's the intention because of the no backgrounds. I think it makes them stand out really well. Yeah. I like the contrast of yeah. the colors and the fact that it like when I'm looking at it, I am looking at that animal. I'm just smiling. You know, like yeah. I'm just so yeah. happy. And it's funny. Oh, and it's funny that. that yeah. Yes. Like, and it's really funny that you mentioned the bigger eyes because that's what honestly I'm drawn to when yeah, I, I think see it's your, a natural. Like, bit, I think yeah. it's like eyes really show the personality, like we mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. Yeah. You know, and when I look in these animals, I feel like I'm kind of in the moment, and I was like, or like I feel like we're having a moment. You know, like with this painting, <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of the Mona Lisa when it like follows you. Do you know? Yeah, you have this. Oh, there's, this yeah. Yeah. there's this captivating like presence in your work that. I can understand. I see the perfectionism is it in it, yeah. but at the same time, I do still feel free- the freedom in it. That's yeah. why I said the style is unique because I'm just like, I can sense the accuracy, but at the same time, there's still some playfulness that shows the personality of the animal. And yeah. that's my art history major talking. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say, this is yeah. this is great yeah. to hear from an art history person. I feel so bad yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. No, I really, I, we were really nerdy and I really enjoyed that aspect yeah. of um, our art major where we had to like dissect like, you know, the greats, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like kind of mm-hmm. go into modern and see how it's evolved since. And yeah. Yeah. I lean to, notice I've always leaned towards, I think 
think I agree with you in the sentiment where there's so many great artists for different reasons and I can yeah. never like narrow it mm-hmm. down, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, what's really interesting with your answer is I can see how a lot of different artists do blend in though with it. Yeah. But believe it or not, I can kind of actually see hmm. it where yeah. I'm like, that's really cool to see. I, I, I don't know. I, I personally, I'm a big museum geek. So like I go to a museum oh, and I'm like, too. I wonder what the artist was thinking. <laughs> I like, <laughs> what was this? What was this moment for that? What was this moment? Like yeah. I like love the little hidden uh, behind the scenes. Like I love the fact that you admitted that you hate backgrounds, but yeah. you interpret <laughs> it like you, she's trying to like like artists yeah. do. They're trying to like make the you know the, the her figure s- stand out more. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we have so many interpretations of when we're looking at something. It could be just be like I hate backgrounds. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. which I absolutely. <laughs> But, but that's what I love about just like art in general is that there is that very creative playfulness that comes with paintings in general. So I absolutely love that. And I think it's just amazing that you use your gift of like yeah. art history as an artist, as a painter and blend it as with your vet, you your know, passion, your yeah. passion. Like I mentioned, you have so many unique gifts and I think it's beautiful that you t- Oh, hello. <laughs> See guys, a little shout out. But he yeah. agrees. He's like, yes. yes. Marge agrees. Marge agrees. He's yes. like, yes, mama is amazing. Yeah. Mama is amazing. Oh, my God. I love it. He's like, yeah. Hi, Mama. Hi, Mama. Hello, cutie. Oh, that's (laughs) You guys, you can't see, but she's the cutest mom. (laughs) So cute. So cute. Talk about big eyes. Look at those. I know. I I saw, I actually saw the cute Halloween costume you put her in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) On your Instagram. I was like, oh, I'm a sucker for animals and costumes. You should do, you should do a series where you paint animals in costumes. That that would do really well. That would do well. That would be very meta. That would be very, like, a seasonal. Like, it comes out in just October. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it'd be, like, one of those. We got, we got a marketing strategy going yeah. here, guys. That's what it sounds like, it. like. We're really, really bouncing off, which I really, really love. Yeah. But I think it's amazing, though, that you use your gifts to donate to these sanctuaries yeah. that you do volunteer at. I think that's absolutely incredible. And yeah. such a full circle moment. You yeah. know what I mean? With the skill sets that yeah. you have. I think it's a beautiful thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I just I'm trying to combine everything I like and then give back. Um, yeah, so like 10% goes back. I wish I could do more, but no. maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, but the so- fact that there's even like any proceeds to go to it, like I love the fact that it's like these are the animals that you like have rescued or you've been with. It's not just like, you know. A, a rooster or a head. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. one that, like, you know, you saw, you. you were there. Like, you know what I mean? I think that yeah. that connection is so important. And it shows in your artwork. I yeah. think that's why I see the personality because it's, your heart's in it as well. Yeah. You know, as an artist, I can see the passion in it, yeah, which I not, love. Yeah, it's not just a painting of, you know, uh, an animal. It's the painting of the animal that you were able to be there and, like, help and, you know. I, I just think that's, like, so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like that, like, when I give the money back to them, too, it goes directly. Like, I, I, like, separate everything out that's sold. So, like, like if somebody buys a card of a donkey, then that money's going mm-hmm. to where that donkey lives. So, yeah, it's like that. And so then people know that they're actually helping that exact donkey. And then, like, I always try to put their story somewhere on, like, whatever that. it is that I'm selling. 
Yeah. Oh my so god! People can expect learn more us about to them. buy your whole yeah. Expect us to buy your whole <laughs> mug collection <laughs> after this conversation. Maybe like writing all these stories. Like, yeah. okay, twins, I get it. <laughs> you want all these mug collections? <laughs> Gonna be collectibles. Yes, yes. You ha- she, by the way, she also has more than just mugs. We just loved her mugs. <laughs> yeah, you have other things. <laughs> I just want to like say, I feel like it's all we're talking about, but I was like, no, she actually has like you know. The actual painting, <laughs> mugs, magnets, like you got a lot. Yeah, you have a great store. And I and obviously we're gonna be linking all of your stuff yeah, on our yeah. website, guys. So definitely check out her stuff. So it's yeah. something we're definitely gonna be showcasing yeah, when your episode airs. Oh my god. Yeah. If we can help, I will. <laughs> Anything we can do. I'm always happy with it. And I'm kind of curious since I mean we're eager to help, you're so eager to help. For our listeners who are like interested in volunteering their time to animal sanctuaries, what piece of advice would you give them? Oh, gosh. Well, definitely do it, first of all, (laughs) because it's like so, (laughs) I don't know. That's where I just find all my happiness. Like Mm -hmm. animals are so like, they're so resilient and they're so like, like they just, they teach me about like forgiveness and like Mm -hmm. moving on and the fact that things change and, and just like being so loving after they've been treated so poorly. So to even be a, a small part of that, even to volunteer somewhere for like, a week or two, you know, mm-hmm. you're helping some animal that's been probably treated pretty poorly at some point by a human and needs help. And you're helping them learn how to like love and feel love again. And that, I don't know, that to me just makes me so happy to be a part of that. Absolutely. It's yeah. just, and there's so many opportunities too. Like you still have mm-hmm. to do all the, you know, research and everything to make sure it's a good place that you're going. But there's a lot of places that do like volunteer experiences and and then you get the hands-on work. And then it's like, you know, where it says for sanctuaries, you shouldn't normally be touching the animals or whatever unless it's for veterinary reasons. So a lot of the times when you're doing a long-term volunteer, the people that work there, they trust you and they'll let you do like feed bottles to the babies and stuff like that after you know how to do it. And it's stuff that you wouldn't get to do if you just went there to visit for a couple hours. But if you went for a week, you know, you could probably have it could be, get to do yeah. a lot of things you never thought you'd get to do. So, yeah, there's just a lot of, like, opportunities there that you just wouldn't mm-hmm. get unless you were volunteering. So I just, yeah, yeah just do it. Yes. If you love animals, yes. it's going to make your heart so happy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree. I just think – that kind of trip is such a unique experience for anyone yeah. to go through. And those feelings that you share with us is exactly the kind of experience I hope our listeners tuning in today can yeah. experience themselves. And like you mentioned, some amazing tips is check out those Facebook groups. Make sure to like check out those reviews. Like yeah. like you mentioned, I think that you gave us mm-hmm. some amazing solid points. So mm-hmm. you can volunteer at the right places. Since yeah, you mentioned there very are, important. Yeah. It's super important to do your investigation. But definitely check out the sanctuaries that you visited, Melissa, because you visited some great ones I and mm-hmm. I would definitely I definitely want to do that myself I'm going yeah. to definitely check off some of your sanctuaries and I'm going to name yeah. drop when we go Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know Melissa uh, yeah Melissa sent us over you know like we're BFFs now <laughs> Nice. Yeah, well, de- I definitely, yeah, we're all going to be name dropping you, Melissa. It's like we're going to be sending the hordes of volunteers uh, yes. to all those sanctuaries. And I'm excited to just be able to travel again, to be able to do different mm-hmm. type of travel. I think yeah. that's really important. And I think your story is just so inspiring. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that 
you take those amazing gifts that you have and help those animals in need and just bring light to the situation of what animal sanctuaries are. I think it's amazing mm-hmm. that there's documentaries like Tiger King to yeah. showcase people like their mistreatment of animals. And yeah. I'm great that the conversations mm-hmm. are finally happening for people. And yeah. there are people like you in your community who are doing these things. And you guys, we can all be a part of it in our own special way, like you yeah. mentioned, which I think is absolutely amazing. I am so grateful you're here, <laughs> Melissa. I'm so happy Thank that you. you've taken the time yeah. to teach us these things, honestly. Yeah. like I'm, I'm still learning. I'm so eager to keep learning about these things. And I will continue, obviously, to stalk you <laughs> and to keep learning and watch all your beautiful paintings and buy all the beautiful mugs and make sure that I can... <laughs> That's my real goal. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, though, we're so appreciative of you being here. Yes. And honestly, like I mentioned earlier, guys, we will be uh, putting all of her information on our website, thevogeltwins.com. Yeah. Yep. So please check out her page. Definitely buy a mug for the, you know, for any of your friends or just yeah. donate your time to any of the sanctuaries that she's been to. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you again so much, Melissa. We are so appreciative to have you here this today. This has been such an amazing time. And again, thank you for sharing your story on here. Like, it really means the world, the world to, us. to us. Thank you yeah. again. So Aww. grateful. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I love listening to you guys. Very cute together. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. And we love our live audience. The yes. furry friends. The furry yeah, friends. Enjoyed. March. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So all right. Cute. See you guys. Thank you so much again, Melissa. Yes. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.